not that fat it's a regular this is my favorite coffee cup it's just a porcelain white coffee cup with nothing on it and it actually matches this bag a really simple design bag i got a cool coffee copper horse coffee from ithaca new york and this is lake tarwar sumatra a medium dark roast 445f Subtle notes, dark chocolate, walnut, and nutmeg. Ah, shit. Watch out. I love walnuts, and I love nutmeg. Uh, nutmeg, eggnog, and nutmeg. Nutmeg reminds me of eggnog. Walnuts. I just always want walnuts. Uh, nuts have great source of protein. And walnuts, like, I tell you, like, my one of my favorite favorite things to do if I just like if I go crazy and spend money or um if I'm flush and I just did a fresh gig like a post gig meal like some people like stand up I'm a stand up comedian so I perform a lot and I eat a lot but uh what am I I just like walnuts I like nuts and I'm 46 so I'm learning how to eat better we all are and nuts have great oils and it's just they fucking they're made of wood <laughs> they're part of the earth there's something just wholesome and 
dope about some nuts. Uh, walnuts look like mini brains. Have you ever looked at that? And they are brain food. God damn, that's a good cup of coffee. Copper horse coffee. I just looked them up. This is a cool company. They actually got voted like in some super snob coffee mag uh, for the best espresso coffee. This isn't an espresso bean, but it is a really good bean for what I googled up. Um, this is a bomb-ass bean. Uh, Sumatra, which is in Indonesia, which we've talked a lot about. Because I've been to Indonesia. I actually wrecked a motorcycle in Indonesia. I'll tell that story uh, right after I hit this herb. I'm back on the simple one hitter. I really cleaned it out good. I cleaned it out real good. Perfect. And I ground it up in my little grinder. I got this little grinder that's the size of a quarter. And I've literally, somebody gave it to me free after a uh, Doug Loves Movies podcast. Got Vape. The people, good people at Got Vape. I think I know one of the salesmen. We've, we've traded emails before because I thanked him for this little tiny grinder, that, which has always helped me. It's perfect for the one-hitter because I can just scoop up the herb out. And it's like this cool metal little just a solid bomb thing um but it's worn to the bone i might have to get something new i do have something new but it's big i bought a grinder in jamaica a really nice wooden grinder i haven't broken it out i'm breaking that out for the joint sessions but for this one i'm just hitting a little bit of herb drinking a little bit of coffee uh from lake tarwar in sumatra but yeah lake tarwar let's see it's in, it's, I read this shit. Where is this? Lake Tarwar. It's in Indonesia. It's a lake. I'm looking at the picture of it. There's a bomb-ass mountain. That's the thing about coffee beans. It has to be tropical, but there has to be evolution. Um, Am I saying that right? Evolution? Evolution? Um, but this coffee, uh, Producers around Lake Tarwar in the Lintong region. This is a wet hauled coffee, which is how most coffee is processed in Sumatra. But here we have an outstanding quality control. And so it's just a really good um, coffee. This thing is tasting great. Let's take another sip of this. It is my second French press of the day, but... I am kind of tired, but I'll tell you my, uh, so when I was backpacking in 1999, uh, throughout Southeast Asia and I posted up in Bali for a month and I learned how to surf on the beach, on the Black Sands beach of Bali from locals. You can rent the boards. They have, I've talked about this before, but if you ever get a chance in your life to go to Bali, you can go to Kuta Beach, which is like... It's like if all the snobs out there are going to be like, ugh, kuda. I mean, it is touristy as hell, but it has the simplest break. Uh, it's just a rolling uh, sand break, um, meaning in surfing, like it's just, it's not on a coral reef where you could get cut up or anything. It's just right there 
uh, at the edge of the beach and there must be a dip which creates the wave but it just comes right in and uh, you can catch a nice wave and it's a classy three foot easy wave um, and you can rent a board this all costs you like under like 50 bucks like a 20 spot I remember a 20 spot but in 1999 the, the American dollar was booming because Bill Clinton was in office not to get political but he was there was a time like right like right before the dot com like there was a time where the dollar was just cold crushing and that's when I went around the country uh went around on Southeast Asia actually um I didn't go to Europe I need to go to Europe um but I did play Amsterdam I did do the cannabis cup for high times magazine and that's when I went to Amsterdam for like three or four days which I loved uh, I need to get back to Amsterdam, speaking of coffee and weed. But yeah, it's, I stayed in Bali. And me and my friend, Mike, we, uh, we rented motorcycles and we went up to the top of this fucking volcano. And I was wearing shorts. It was crazy. And we were coming down from this volcano. You ride up there during the day and then you can get a hotel up there and then you can hike up into this volcano and, and hang out with these monkeys. And I did do that. And, uh, and then I came back down. And, uh, and while we were driving back from this volcano, my mind was racing because it was at the end of this like trip I went because I... A jump ship, like I was working a sales job. This is all before stand-up comedy. It was right after college, and I was working a as a headhunter for high-tech people. I was working as job placement dude, and uh, I did that for like three and a half years to move out of my mom's house and just I didn't know what I was doing with my life. Uh, I was drinking a lot. Um, I was I just was faking the funk. I wasn't being myself, and. It was before I figured out, you know, stand-up comedy is what I wanted to pursue. And I knew I wanted to do something different. And I knew I wanted to do something creative in the creative arts. And I knew comedy was calling. And I knew stand-up was calling. Because I remember my mind was racing and I was thinking about um, being myself and going to the core of my existence. And actually thinking about, like, if I lived in heaven what would be the job for me and the job for me would be stand-up comedian because you are you know you can smoke herb herb and comedy do go hand in hand not for everybody but uh it does come in handy sometimes but i do need to tighten up my writing and get disciplined i mean stand-up comedy is just getting hotter and hotter with all these podcasts and everything and uh you know the competition is just getting more and more not that not that you should worry about anybody uh, but you got to work hard. That's all I'm trying to say is like, I'm just trying to zero in and work hard. And that's, uh, I'm proud of myself to start doing this podcast. I haven't missed a week. I don't know what episode. This is like 28 weeks, 29 weeks. I don't, I'm giving you to free for an hour drinking weed and coffee with me. A little break from your day, from your day to day, all day, smoking weed the American way. Uh, go Europe and then go to New Zealand, hang out with some fucking hobbits. That's what I want to be like, man. Slay a dragon. Fucking get him right in the belly. Oh, man. That tastes gorgeous. <laughs>
Just a bold fucking banging cup of coffee. Ah, anything better. Maybe a a simple sour diesel hit from a one-hitter. Not too much, not too little. Right in the middle. Booyah. Uh, Sumatra. But yeah, so I was coming down, I was, I remember thinking about, and if you ever, one of, the, I always say like, the my major highs in life that I've ever had. I love herb. Coffee's great. Stand-up comedy's amazing. Um, and surfing is amazing. And riding a motorcycle in an open field with not much traffic. And I have to say, I experienced that outside of Bali. Like, there were some places where you, there was just, it's in the middle of nowhere, man. You're down there in the equator. You're down, so some places are packed, you know, there's major cities. But out in the middle of nowhere where there's really no economy of any sorts, there's just these long stretches of roads then you go up to a volcano and the only, you know, economy is maybe coffee and uh, uh, tourism, you know, because there's a lot of Australians that go to Bali. Bali's filled with all Australians. I met a lot of Australians when I traveled because that's what they do. They go travel. Go travel, man. Travel's where it's at. I just got back from Michigan to deal with some family issues. Uh... And met with some family. I just been flying around, uh, dealing with some stuff. <clears throat> but I got to go up to Michigan just recently, so I just came back. I traveled from there, and I'm tired, but I'm fucking. I love it up there, and I love nature. And I got to, you know, it got to be a little bit slower. Even, you know, uh, even kind of it was like a suburb of a suburb, but it was slow, and out in the middle of nowhere a little bit. And uh, the the weather was really nice. And, you know, that juxtaposition of coming from New York, or I was actually in D.C., went down to D.C. Uh, I've been fucking flying around, but I got some cool shows coming up. Oh, yeah, so I'll just finish that story about Bali and riding a motorcycle coming down from a volcano in 99. This dude came out, we were passing this little town. And I wasn't that confident. My mind was racing. I was having a lot of anxiety about what my next move was because I just had 10 grand and I just burned through all of it <laughs> traveling around for six months because um, I bought tickets and stuff. I, had, I guess I had maybe a few hundred dollars left. When I went into San Francisco to pursue stand-up comedy in July of 99, I had maybe $300 in my pocket. Like, I got a job right away. I went to a party in L.A. I went to this party, and I ran into my friend Gray, who lived in San Francisco, and I just wasn't feeling L.A. right at the point. And I knew that I needed to, like, start slow, and San Francisco and herb and music, like, and I was young, so I was, like, you know, 26. I was like, yeah, I'll check out San Francisco. I had never been out to California before. And when I found San Francisco, and I had a lot, I had a, a lot of friends there from college that were hanging out. Um, 
so I had just kind of a good jumping point and, and it was just such a fun town, especially back then. And especially if you come from DC and just the East coast in general and how conservative it is compared to that's just Freakville and Gayville and Weedville and Musicville and, you know, vampires live in San Francisco. The satanic church lived in San Francisco. Uh, you know, the Hell's Angels lived in San Francisco, but also the Glide Church lived in San Francisco. Uh, the hippies uh, came from San Francisco, whatever the hippies were. I've been uh, uh, watching some Grateful Dead stuff, and they were talking about the Summer of Love and how it wasn't really that big of a deal, you know? They were just some kids that were playing in a band that lived in the cheap part of town in the big houses, and uh, it was kind of just like the timing of everything. Because I think every generation has that. That's what you want to do in your 20s. You don't want to really grow up. You want to go out and rock. <laughs> and that's what I want to do. That's how I ended up in, in doing stand-up comedy. And I had a jazz band in San Francisco. The jazz band, mega band of power, love, and cheap thrills. R.I.P. Crawdaddy, Dan Crawford from Alameda. Rocking the fucking saxophone. And my man, Harmonious Monk. Uh, I had a jazz band in San Francisco, a comedy jazz band, and that lasted for like a good year. So we played a few gigs. It was a few stand-up comics coming together, working on a side project. I love side projects. I love stand-up comedy, but I also am having a blast doing short films. I'm, I'm, I just finished updating my YouTube and kind of tightening it up, and I'll get some new content going up there real soon. But please check out my YouTube. It's Rob Cantrell 77. Um, and uh, I'm really proud of it. I got some great, I got some bomb ass content. But my, I got my uh, PMA short uh, film series up there. And I just uploaded the church episode. But I got it all kind of lined up really well. And it's all in one place. So it's easy. It, it kind of makes sense, and I, I kind of put the bio together, so it kind of makes a little bit more sense, and you can watch six episodes of my short film series, and we have one more coming. And I played the uh, the music from that last episode, if you stayed in to, all the way to the last 47 minutes, the water joint. But it's coming, and uh, I think it's going to look fresh. But I got some shows. I need to post this on my site. This, this just came through. I'm actually playing Union Hall and in the Creek in the Cave this weekend. But I'm playing Union Hall. These are two of my favorite venues to play in Brooklyn. And what one's not in Brooklyn. One's in Long Island City, Queens, which is like on the border of Williamsburg. It's uh, a sweet part of town. And the venue's great, but Union Hall's a great venue. I'm doing a 10 o'clock show at Union Hall. Um, 10 o'clock show at Union Hall with the uh, comedian that was the voice of the mom and family guy, uh, Alex Bornstein, and, um, and, and then this ukulele group, the Amster Gang. Oh, man, this is going to be fun. This is a good show. I'm really... Uh, excited to check this out. Um, it's a what's this? What's the proper date? May eighteenth, Saturday at ten o'clock. Alex Bornstein in the Amster Gang. 
The Amster Gang is a ukulele trio that was born from a cloud of smoke. All right. You know, you may know, you may know Alex Bornstein from the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Family Guy, or Mad TV. But this is definitely a departure of that. Uh, so I think this is like a comedy music group. And I'm just doing like 10, 15 minutes up front. My friend asked it for me, and it's uh, in Brooklyn, and now it's going to be fun. So if come out to that for sure, man. Um, I'm going to put that up on my site right after we finish this podcast. And then I'm also doing the Creek in the Cave if you're on in the Queens side. If you're up in Queens, Queens get the money. Uh, if you're hanging with Nas in the firm, um, go to the Creek in the Cave. The 8 o'clock show, I'm doing the Jackknife show. And that's a show that's been there for like five years, and it's always packed. So I'm going to do that early, and then I'm going to go do Union Hall. So that's my Saturday night coming up. So uh, those are the shows. I'm just kind of working out local right now and putting together a tour that, I'll ha uh, that I will have up on my site soon. Yeah, and if you are yeah, in the Michigan or Colorado or California... Get ready. I'm coming. Um, spread word. <laughs> Tell people, the bookers. I don't know. Just say I'm funny. Forward a video of mine. Um, I'll get some newer stand-up clips on there. But those clips from that's promoting my album are dope. And I'm proud of them. Check out my... Uh, the track that's spinning the most on Spotify is Who Runs New York. And I got a great promo video of it with animation and shit. Well, it's not even animation. It's like, you just check it out. Uh, it's got some acting. It's, like, it's got character acting. And then it also has some amazing footage of New York. And I think you'll enjoy it. Um, I'm proud of that one. And I'm proud of... What's that? Um, the King Cobra. Check out that one. That's the one that has animation. I have a clip called The King Cobra that's up there. Um, that I'm proud of and doing short films I love man doing other side projects and working with other comedians and writers and uh, I was revisiting like I did a music video called We Nice which is all about <laughs> being nice and how nice I am and how nice we are to each other it's two rappers it's me and Boris Hyken and he is a comedian and writer and filmmaker as well and also a musician he plays guitar and was in a like improv freestyle rap group uh, and uh, we made a music video and it's only it's a quick song so it's only like a minute and 45 seconds or maybe it's just two minutes exactly so making the video was you know fun and and i remember that project being fairly smooth and easy just to we just knocked it out and that's a good video um, but yeah, I'm enjoying this coffee. I think I want to slow down. I'm going to have a little bit of seltzer here. Have a nice cup of the bubbly. Yo, we're drinking seltzer. Um, but I haven't worked out in the last five days because I've been traveling. I've been slothing hard, man. <laughs> I've been on the road eating free cookies. I've been slothing. Uh, I love that video. There's a video that I said. The nature videos on Twitter is my shit, man. I'm not the biggest tweet dude. 
Uh, but uh, I like those nature videos on Twitter, and I saw a cool sloth one. The sloth was crossing the road, and it, the traffic was coming. This dude picked up the sloth and took it over and had him hanged in the tree, and then the sloth, like, waved to him. It was wild, man, and it was real. Sloths are so crazy. Uh, I bet you they live long. I should. How long do sloths live to? Let's look that up, because they move so slow, you know. Um, let's check that joint out. Oh. They move so slow, but I wouldn't fuck with them with those nails, man. I bet people in nature don't mess with them. It's like, oh, you want to mess with Edward Scissor's hands? Oh, you want to step to this? Cha-cha! And they have those crazy nails. How long does a sloth live? I spelled that all wrong, and it still gave it to me. 30 years. Ah, oh, dang. They don't sleep. They don't. They don't last that long. They're going too slow. <laughs> they gotta. They gotta pump some blood through them, man. Because that is like one of the, the, the sins is sloth. <laughs> Just sitting around. Because uh, it will catch up to you. You got to stay busy. So I got to get out. I got to shake this sloth off. But I'm good being good. I, bet I was working and helping other people and uh, helping my family and, uh, and eating right. I, I've been thinking about doing some fasting, like seven-hour fasting just to get clean out my digestion from doing you know kind of eating wrong for four days um and just like sleeping weird um i need to catch up on my sleep i need to do some yoga but i did just take a hot shower so i feel fresh uh fresh for a nap <laughs> is there anything better than taking a nap out after a hot shower i shouldn't talk about showers or uh, naps, or people are going to start going to sleep on this fucking podcast, man. We got to pump it up. We got to drink some coffee. Maybe another hit of herb will do it. You know, I think that might help it out. Um, I've been thinking about music a lot. Like, I'm repackaging all my hip-hop and all my music songs, but I want to make some new stuff, and I... I have been listening back to the podcast, and I enjoy the music and the intro. Man, I've been mixing it up. Please let me know what you think of the podcast, and like and subscribe, especially if you're on Apple Tunes, man. Write a comment up there, man. I know you're listening to it. Stop being such a hardcore stoner. I see you guys. The numbers are going up and up. It's awesome. I love you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm having a blast doing it, and it definitely gives me an excuse to smoke some great herb, uh, guilt-free. Not that you should, I think, somebody said that I, I downplay herbs sometimes, and I think they're right. I think, because um, it is going to be legal, man, it should be legal, and the country needs it, the people need it, um, the world needs it, and, and it's, uh, but at the same time, you got to... Slow, you know, you got to control it a little bit. Um, but I enjoy doing it for this podcast. And I enjoy tasting the coffee. And, um, 
but you got to get some stuff done. But I want to do some cleaning after this. <laughs> so that's what's good about this podcast. I should always have a huge clean session right afterwards. Uh, but I need to take this podcast on the road. I talk all this shit about going to Southeast Asia, and all these podcasts have been in the same place in Brooklyn. Uh, but uh, I need to get this up and out on the road. But I'll let you know about how these Union Hall shows go. I love playing Brooklyn, man. The Bell House is a great theater. I want to play the King Theater. Yeah, and I want to start interviewing some friends on this thing. I don't want you guys thinking I'm some fucking weirdo with no friends. Uh, I got lots of friends that I would love to talk to on the podcast. But right now I've been doing it so stealthily and silent <clears throat> and keeping it kind of low-key because I am on the East Coast. But um, I have been doing it weekly and knocking it out and getting it done. And that's what it, you know, a lot, you know, if I don't have a budget as of yet, but I am looking for sponsors. Yo, sponsor me up. Maybe you've got a CBD vitamin. I could go for a CBD chewable vitamin. <laughs> you need to have those. Uh, yeah, somebody hit me up. Please hit me up at contact at Rob Cantrell. If you're a cannabis company, um, I am in business <laughs> to promote your product because it, uh, any way I can in a good fashion. And let's see. Um, the cannabis industry is growing like faster than anything and there were, I saw some report on CBD um, benefit to general health I have been um, taking some CBD pills but only like they're only like 15 milligrams and I've been doing that at night just to slow down and those have been helping me actually anytime I get CBD I never feel bad <laughs> I always feel it's like a, cam a cooler cam chamomile tea. Because <laughs> uh, CBD is like kind of a cool, better chamomile tea. Am I saying that re right? I'm tired, everybody. I've been running and gunning, doing, the, doing my thing. But, uh, so I need a little bit more coffee. And I do want to play a little bit more guitar. I haven't. Played a, uh, my guitar in a while. I haven't been disciplined enough. Not disciplined, I've just been busy. But, uh, but things slow up and things slow down. <clears throat> but it's nice to do something creative, you know? That's enough of that. <laughs> but that was fun. I don't know if it sounded bad or good uh, or in between. You know, music is kind of what you make of it and put it, 
into frame. I've been really into music lately. Shout out to uh, Mick Jagger getting his groove back on. Man, that video of him dancing is awesome, man. I was, you know, cocaine is a powerful drug. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was some tweet that was like, he's had two cardiac arrests, arrests and he's 74 year, years old, and this is how he dances. And they have him, they show that video. That was like some popular tweet. And I was going to tweet back, but I'm Twitter shy. I was going to tweet like, uh, yeah, that cocaine is a powerful drug. Uh, yeah, Mick Jagger snorted probably some of the best cocaine in the world. That's, that's probably a fact. Uh, but he's still running and gunning. I love the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones are the shit. God bless Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. And, uh, you know, that's, that's rock and roll right there. That's the gig. Those guys are the kings, man. Um, I would love to see them. Like, they're on tour, and I was kind of planning. I was kind of eyeing them up. Like, I need to see the Rolling Stones. I've never seen the Rolling Stones. Seeing the Rolling Stones, that's like seeing Jordan play basketball. Like, I don't know if it's going to be the same that he's 74, but guess what? I'm 46. <laughs> so those moves are looking pretty rocking to me, man. To go on with your bad self, Mick Jagger, you know, do your thing. Uh, I'll open up. No, that would... Uh, that would be a rough gig opening up for the Rolling Stones or the best gig ever. Um, let's see, man. Yeah, so Mick Jagger, if you need a comedian to come out and bomb before you guys uh, get the place looking good, uh, you'll look a lot better following me. Uh, yeah, the Stones, uh, I'm so huffa, huh, I'm so huffa, huh, I'm so huffa, huh, but she's so cold. I've been playing that. That I've been Spotifying like crazy. My spot. There's a there's a playlist out there called Rob Cantrell Stays Funky, and I got over 245 of the funkiest, weirdest cuts of all time. But all of them are fucking killer. There's no. It's all killer, no filler. If you check it out and tell me there's filler, you gotta be kidding me, man. This Spotify playlist is uh is uh the best. Um. Let's see here. Dude, like, I know that's a bold statement. Okay, I just, I just spun it, and then I stopped, and this is what I read. Okay, The Heart They Come, Jerry Garcia and Merle Sanders live, uh, Just Like Heaven, The Cure, Kiss Me, Rock the Casbah, The Clash, Drones Over Brooklyn uh, by LP. He's from Run the Jewels. Uh... And then Over It by Dinosaur Jr. Farm. That's a sick album cover, man. Just on the album cover alone, that fucking jam wins. Check out Giant Dinosaur Jr. Farm album cover. I love graphic art, man. I've started following Heavy Metal Magazine. Uh, this graphic art magazine. Uh, I need to revisit that movie, Heavy Metal. From the 80s, man. They put a fucking crazy-ass animation movie out. Um, that I remember was on HBO when I saw it. When I was young. Uh, Drones over Brooklyn and then over it. Okay. Uh, We're Only Gonna Die by Bad Religion. That's a sick song, man. I didn't even know about... Like, I wasn't that hardcore of a punk. I got... I say, I was, I was like... 
kind of a redneck kid from D.C., well, born in D.C. and Virginia. I just listened to hip-hop and classic rock and a little bit of punk rock. Like, I knew The Clash and Sex Pistols and then some indie shit. Um, but you know what I was into? Oh, man, what was that? I'll think of it in a minute. I need to check. Oh, man, that is deep in my... The Smithereens? Is that what it was? Yeah, I should look them up. But uh, uh, we're only going to die by bad, re but bad religion. I got turned on by that through Sublime. Sublime does a fucking sick version. And I was like, let me look at the original. So this is the original. Uh, and it's just sick. And then uh, uh, Power by Das Racist. Danny Brown. And then Des... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Despot. That rapper... Is a very good rapper, and uh, it comes out with like um, a few jams every few. He's got some joints, but I actually uh, ran into him once. I, I feel like I'm name dropping, but uh, he's friends with Mookie, who does my PMA, who I do my PMA short film series with, and uh, he lives across the street because he just they used to live across the street from each other. I don't know how they met. But uh, we were getting a slice and we ran into him. But I didn't say I was a fan or anything. I just said, yo, what up? And kept it moving. That's the theme, man. You got to keep it moving. Because um, I'm a 46-year-old dude and be like, yo, I really like your rap songs. But I, I would tell him that. Making music is making music. Hip-hop, music, whatever music. As long as you're a funky individual uh, and are earnest with it, it's dope. Um... And this coffee's dope, and this show is dope, and you're dope for listening to it. And uh, all shout out to all you funky gnomes out there in America. Shout out to uh, Copper Horse Coffee. Shout out to Lake Tarwar, Sumatra. Shout out to One Hitter. Shout out to T. Sea turtles and all the funky sloths. That was a beautiful hit. I hope I'm not getting decadent, sloth-like. I am gonna do some hardcore cleaning after this shit. Nothing zens you out like cleaning. I'm gonna clean, and then I'm gonna stretch. And I am gonna try some seven-hour fastings just to get the fucking stomach lining it's just when you start stacking like crazy amount of meals like boom 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 um seltzer love it i took a vitamin today i took a coc10 and then i took a thousand milligram uh vitamin c and then i took some fish oil and then i took i microdosed an aspirin <laughs> uh yeah, man, I'm rocking in the free world. I haven't been able to get down to my gym and my elliptical, man. I've fallen off the horse. <laughs> uh, that's the song I was thinking about. If you want to ride, don't ride the white horse. If you want to ride, ride the copper horse, coffee. Uh, the copper horse. The white horse is Heroin. King Heroin. Which is actually King Heroin. It's like, I know that's like 
was that shit, man? I think it's a it's a jazz song. And but I think I saw it as a poem. But um I'm having a weird like there was this video store that I lived in. One time I rented this video that was like Lenny Bruce's salute, like certain years after, and it was with all these comedians. And somebody did a poem called King Heroin or Queen Heroin. I don't know, because heroin's like the female. That's the wild thing about heroin, opiate. Um, oh, whack. Herb. The one thing that, uh, yeah, I wonder, I don't know where cannabis fits in with this opioid crisis, you know. Um, but I do know it's opioids are so strong and such a fucking hearty. Maybe cannabis is the way out. Um, hmm. Definitely something to think about. Willie's Reserve. I got this lighter, man. This lighter's been cooking, man. This is one of their products. It's a simple lighter. I got this in a gift bag when I did the cannabis... Film Festival in Colorado. It was a small film festival, big film festival. It was two days, and they showed a bunch of films in this theater, and then they had me do stand-up comedy, um, and it was dope. And they gave me a great gift bag from Willie's Reserve. Uh, the, the representatives were there, and it's a great company. And that Rolling Stone, congratulations to Willie Nelson. That Rolling Stone, I got to read a little bit of it, uh... You know, Willie Nelson is 86 years old, and he's doing over 100 dates a year still, you know? That is, you're born in the 1937 when you're that old. And they were saying, like, during the interview, he was writing a song all night. And all he does is smoke cannabis, man. He's showing, you know, America. Probably he's the one of the most, like... Willie Nelson is like before Elvis, I think. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, Mr. Google Machine? Here we go. Is Willie Nelson before Elvis? An old friendship where news and music met. Uh, Willie Nelson talked about their early days in radio, the meaning of music in their lives, and what kept them. That's where I met Elvis Presley. I knew Willie's music. So yeah, Willie knew Elvis Presley. <laughs> the king of rock and roll. Um, wow. Uh, I got I got a couple Elvis's songs on my. Uh, you gotta just respect Elvis. I went to his house when I drove cons cross country right after college uh, with my friend Adam. I went down. We drove towards Texas and then up to Idaho and then, uh, and then over to Chicago. Like I think uh, I didn't go all the. We didn't make it all the way. We but we went through Colorado. Colorado was the best part, and I did get to see. One of my best concerts I ever saw was the Allman Brothers at Red Rocks. And uh, it was amazing. And that was on that trip. 
And that was one of the best nights. Oh, my God. That was one of the best nights of my life, man. And that was a crazy night. And getting home was, oh, man, that was wild. Uh, Red Rocks is this great amphitheater that's, like, in Nature Rock in Colorado with red. It's, like, these red stalactite rock formations. And it's, like, this natural amphitheater. And it's the fucking illest, man. Uh, Yes. Uh, I know they do comedy shows there, man. That's where I need to take the cannabis coffee hour to do the 420 show at Red Rocks. <laughs> Get this roller chair out here, grind up some weed, and uh, sample some coffee. Uh, I need to slow down. This stuff is super strong. Like Copper Horse Coffee, like they won the award in espresso, and this is like their medium range bean. So you know it's pretty raging. Because um, I'm tired as hell, but I feel like I'm talking a mile a minute because I'm on my like half of this French press. The second French press, I really did perfect, I have to say. As soon as I ground the beans, as soon as I ground the beans, the water popped off. And these are fresh beans from a good place, so the smell just hit me just by grinding them, right? And then I just, as soon as I put them in the French press, I put the water on top, and then I pressed it down and let it sit a couple times and uh meaning um like as soon as i hit it with the hot water it kind of froths up you know the coffee makes that laver that like that froth and goes up and you got to let it settle and then stir it up and then hit it with some more water to fill it up even more but uh as soon as i did that then i pressed it down it's just a really fresh cup but uh i had one of my banana smoothies today and then actually, I had Dunkin' Donuts has a yogurt, a cinnamon bun yogurt. Is there anything better in this life than a fucking hot cinnamon bun? Man, those things are the best in that icing. Ah, oh, it's just bread and sugar and cinnamon. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you could tell I haven't eaten lunch yet. So maybe today I'll fast for a little bit, but I don't want to get angry with anybody. I might clean and then take a nap and then stretch and then zen. And I have a show tonight at the Moxie Hotel and one. You can check it out on my, there's a flyer and you can get the directions. It's free. It's a basketball. It's this fucking ill hotel with a basketball court and they're doing a comedy show and there's a bar next to it. And um, it's called the Moxie Hotel and it's called the and one comedy show. Check that out, that's tonight. It starts at seven, so I gotta get there. So I'm gonna clean, zen out, take a nap. Uh, peace, love, thanks for listening, man. And like and subscribe, I gotta, you know, you know the deal, you know the deal. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Willie Reserve Lighter. Thank you, One Hitter. Thank you, Ground Little One, uh, One Hitters, and Blake. Tarwar, Copperhouse, Coffee, Sumatra. Great, 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 great. Um, All right, have a great week. Peace, love.